Hey everyone, it's Bridge from Nowhere. Today, Lou, Jamie, and myself, I'm Andy, are going to be joined in the studio by our friend Libby Sterling, who works out at Kensington Goldmine. What it's really like to be someone who mines for gold in a big production gold mine in Alaska. I say everyone's a miner, even the cook, even the janitor, even everybody. If you're working at a mine, you're a miner. Libby reveals her rather strange family. My family has always been obsessed with butts and poop, <laughs> and my in-laws, are, I think, are very uncomfortable with Who all these people? <laughs> and Libby also, most recently, had the misfortune of sharing camp with Lou and Jamie. One of the plungers works really well, the other one really doesn't. And one, I didn't oh. find the one that works. The other one sprays until. in your face. <laughs> <laughs> the joke plunger. <laughs> That's going to be in our first segment. It's coming up right now. We're going to start off with Poo Corner. Let's talk about poop. I'm going to start over. Are you recording? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Always. So this last weekend we had the artist camp. Yeah. How did that go? It went great. Jamie was saying it was awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, Lots it was of people. Fun. Libby, you were there. Good weather, I Libby. snuck in. They let me come. I was not there. Last minute. We were living out there for three days. And living, camp living in Alaska and Juneau, of course, mm-hmm. includes what camping, there's, there's this untold part of camping. It's so fun and so great and all that. And then you got to take care of business, right? He's, he's You're talking out of your up. normal. He's talking about oh, pooping. Oh. He's talking about pooping. <laughs> now let's talk about poop. <laughs> you're away from your home toilet advantage for sure. Right? right. You're just out there with other people. You don't know where you're gonna go. And there's lots home of options. Home toilet out advantage, there. by the way. I love the concept because HTA it, is my everyone, favorite thing. Everyone understands what we're talking about. Yeah. The well, comfort level that comes from pooping at home. It's, it's huge. And the first thing when we get out there, they say is, Oh, you have to hold the handle down all the way until it flushes completely. Like, welcome, and the toilets are questionable. Yeah, and the toilets are fresh in your mind. And the first thing we're going to tell you about is that. And they're like 40 years old, too. And so Plus, it's just like, okay, you get there, and you're like, I can't completely relax. This guy, I can't remember the whole thing about the handle. Well, plus mm. you don't have to poop until someone says that. <laughs> right. And then you immediately are just and thinking then like, about Then like 20 oh, eyeballs what? pop yeah. open at the same time. Mm-hmm. I can also say that I went out to camp a day early to like scout it out and check out everything. And it's possible that someone who was at camp before did not hold down the handle all the way. That's what I think. And then left camp. And then I had to hold the handle down all the way. The phantom menace. But they had left in the toilet for an indeterminate number of days. (laughs) Which could finally go away. With each flush, it only went an inch. Yeah. Further down the pipe. I was holding the handle for a minute, and I was thinking in my hand, in my head, what, what, uh, not do not disturb. What's the sign I'm thinking? Out of order sign am I going to have to make? I think you were saying in your side, you were going, no! Yeah. Because it's one of those, like, slow things where the water just kind of comes in and in and in and in and then starts to go down. It's not good. It's not. And I'm going to say too much here, but one of the plungers works really well. The other one really doesn't. The and one, I didn't whoa. find the one that works. <laughs> the other one sprays until. in your face. <laughs> <laughs> the joke plunger. <laughs> so the men's room there had two toilets and one was covered with a, one had a curtain sh- shower, shower curtain. curtain. Oh, yeah, we had so you one did, of those So you used that one. And the other one had this awful <laughs> warped plywood door that 
you'd have to really squeeze shut and then to open it you just had to shove and then it would just suddenly yeah. give and go <laughs> oh, god so i often use the outhouse which not a lot of people used it was well i didn't hidden. realize that it was there i've been out there before but for some reason i didn't realize that was an option i totally would have done that Nobody instead of plunging but why did you <laughs> why did you use the outhouse is that always an option for you no but i use it in this particular case because um it was very very deep it had a deep <laughs> portal <laughs> and at the bottom it seemed like there was a lake an underground lake yeah it was very satisfying it went to mexico so it was, you just you there. just yeah you go and then you count to 87 <laughs> and then boom Splatoosh. yeah it was very satisfying. what was the actual noise how could you recreate in as close as you can the approximation of the actual noise you heard okay hold on so you go. The first noise is. <coughs> the second noise is. And then the third noise is. <laughs> it's really like dropping the fourth noise into is the ocean <laughs> off the dock. Yes. And then the other noise is from the next person. Oh! <laughs> oh, there's a next person? Yeah, it's oh, side by side, but oh. a wall between. Oh, yeah. there's yeah. another side? Oh, that's right. Side? It's a... it's like, it looks like a storage shed, kind of. Yeah, and you open like up each shed. door, and there's like a single Rakes toilet in and... there. Yeah. So, and they're back to back? <laughs> no, they're side by side. Like, you're oh. both facing the same direction. So it's a double banger. Yeah. Mm -hmm. okay. Imagine plywood here yeah, between yeah. us as yes. we're sitting in the studio. And Imagine, if you will, Imagine a wall of plywood. well in this studio, actually, yeah. <laughs> actually, nice. I noticed it because I was looking for a place to put trash, and I thought that might be a place, and it wasn't. There was place. trash in it. I've, I finally decided, how deep is this? And I got a light, and I <laughs> and you held it down. very securely. <laughs> I was wondering you, why it was so... And you went spelunking. Why it was so... <laughs> Satisfying? W watery under there. Yeah. And it was just groundwater, I guess. But there were... You couldn't really see much. How far down luckily. do you think it was? I don't know. About six to eight feet. That's a long way It was a way long down. way. But yeah. it was filled... It had a lot of water bubbles in it. Was it newly it. dug? No. No. I don't I'm know. sure they probably maintain those somehow. Pump them out yeah. or You should ask your whatever. friend Mar Marissa... About yes. If they have to throw little bugs in there to eat stuff. Oh, that's <laughs> the most disgusting <laughs> possibility. Yeah, I'm sure there's there's got to be something because those things fill up. At you don't mm. just. You think there's something? You think there's outhouse bugs? You put bugs in there? I feel right now. I feel sorry for people who believe in reincarnation. Well, in a septic system, <laughs> yeah. you you need bugs. I remember my dad talking about that I mean, when I was a little meaning, kid. Bugs meaning bacteria. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. A little, okay. yeah, some sort of. I yeah. mean, it would just look like dirt or you know some sort of coprophiles. Right. Some sort of uh -huh. thing you throw in there, and it's actually living beings that then Night then soil. poop. They, they eat your poop, and then they poop more poop. And I don't know what takes care of their poop, but I guess that's... We do. Just, <laughs> that comes back to us. We yeah. put it on a cracker and eat it. Just bug poop all the way down. That's, how, that's, that's, that's what the French eat. Okay, <laughs> since we're on this topic, I should bring this this up. We have had a debate um, in my friend group for a while. 
Your friend group? You have a friend group? Well, one I don't one. have one of those. One, one, I, I don't really friend either. It's, 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 it's just... I have a friend segment. <laughs> I have a, a friend. <laughs> I didn't know you could have like a group of them. That's amazing. Um, <laughs> at times, you can. Your friend group. You just group. have to maintain that. You yeah. could, okay, have, so your friend group So is, at this one time, we were all t- happened to be together, which doesn't happen very often. Um, but we were talking about what would happen instead of the social norm we have now is you eat together and you poop in private. What I'm, would happen if it were the opposite, where eating was this private thing? But pooping. But pooping was like the, hey, anybody want to come with me? Or, you know, how, are you free Friday? So I, <laughs> I, I think, have a pooping party. <laughs> I think two things about this. Number one, I don't want to be in your friend group. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no, I, no, no, I understand. I don't know. It's like really interesting. You know, right. Of course. But it would have we, have, we have these things that we think are social norms. I mean, there was the vomitorium in the Roman times, right, right. where people would go and vomit, co- you know, collectively as a community. They'd go and vomit on each other. One. Right. I'm oh, sure, God. I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure that, 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 that the idea of pooping was, 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 you know, is not in many societies a pr- considered utterly private, although it is vulnerable. I mean, it is it's a thing vulnerable. that you think about. Like, it's a moment when you're vulnerable. It's not like horses. When you're just walking along, oh, God, I wish I was like a horse. Yeah, they don't have to <laughs> stop. And you can just do your, you can just keep. Multitaskers. You can, yeah, you can just keep writing that <laughs> keep memo. Keep going. I'm, uh, I'm in the middle of writing something. <laughs> and just blah, 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 blah. But maybe blah, that's blah, what blah, we blah. could be doing if what Libby's friend group says were true. Yeah. And maybe we wouldn't find poop so fascinating if it was in public. It would be a tragic Could thing. be that it's all private. We might be hosting this show and climbing a thing called a food corner. And what, would Lou, what would Lou have as a hobby? Food, food, <laughs> food corner. <laughs> I'm lost. <laughs> You've just really dispirited Lou. The idea of That's poop a, is... Lou, poop is no longer fascinating. <laughs> I, I have wow, no that's, I wasn't trying to do that. I'm really sorry. It's a dystopian future for Lou. Nothing has meaning. I'm desensitized to the idea. The first time we talked about this, Ooh. I laughed so hard. I cried. That's and I funny. Was, it just. Well, we digressed. We're here because you're a minor. Is you that could, true? You could say that. Yeah. When they, when you, when they uh, give you your first dumb shot class, <clears throat> that's the Mine Safety and Health Administration of, the, of, of America. They say everyone's a minor, even the cook, even the janitor, even everybody. If you're working at a mine, you're a minor. So what do you, you do? You work but, currently at wait, Greens Creek. Let's let's do the uh, intro first for her because sometimes we oh, forget to do important. one. Oh, that's not I can just be a nameless voice. I was gonna do that later, man. Oh, the magic okay. Of because we always forget. Libby Stringer is here with us. Libby, how are you doing? Hello, great to be here. Libby, describe what you do. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> is that into what you it, want? Huh? Is that what you want? <laughs> Yeah, sure. Uh, I don't get to say. I don't get to say. I'm such a fan, and I'm so glad to be here. Libby, you guys, you're a, thank you. Here's you guys a, we could let's all say how me. we know you. Oh, okay. And it could just be we have like the here's the, the like the way that we know you the best. So it could just be well, I really remember you best from camp, or I really remember you best from this, or what, but I remember you best. So just I guess two things. Number one, you do you've done a great radio show for many years. And you have incredibly good musical taste, I think. It's very cool. Thank you. And then I didn't you're, know anyone was listening. So. And you're also <laughs> a wonderful know. fiddler, right? Thanks. Thanks. And you would probably I play the, fi- I play you play the, the fiddle, fiddle yes. and it's something that I'm it's a lifelong pursuit of yours, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's how I know That's you. How true. do you know, Libby? How did we meet? Where did, I was trying to think of that the other day, actually. About 
you and, and Aaron and Pat. I, d- mm-hmm. I don't remember. Probably at the Alaskan or something like that. That's yeah, a good probably. bet. That's a good bet. Yeah. But just longtime <laughs> friends, maybe. Yeah. But you have worked with us a few times on video stuff. Remember we made a jump intro? Yes. I, how could we forget that? Of Aaron taking a very long pee break in the snow. And I got to jump and break all the... Uh, Beautiful ice formations up at the While Gold she was Creek. waiting. And at the end, the camera reveals what Aaron, why Aaron was taking so long. And he, he spelled out Jump Film Festival in urine. Very nice. It wasn't real, but. Doug just said, peer. don't break the I mean, it was wall. real. <laughs> lots and lots of natty ice. <laughs> yeah. That's all it takes. Have another beer, Aaron. That's all it takes. How about yeah. you, Jamie? I think just from like around. Yeah. Yeah, yeah just around. Yeah. I think we met once in the office or studio or whatever. Yeah, we've met it now, like but... a few times just around. Yeah. And then we spent some time together at camp. But at some point, yeah. I realized that what you did for a living was you worked in the mine. Which is why no one ever sees me. It's a kind of, you are, you dig, you dig greedily. People ask me all the time, oh, didn't you move out of town? It's like, no, well, sort of not. So really. tell me about that process. Did you, how long have you worked for Greens Creek? Kensington. Ken, you worked for Kensington? Yes. I thought you worked Greens Creek. That's okay. Same for thing. Mine, mine, you know, they're all the same. It's different though. No, Kensington different. is gold, yes. right? Gold We know that. Bob McKinnon was here yes. describing... Platting. Did you listen to that episode? I did. Yeah. And, and I've worked with him out there a lot, and it's fun driving around with him. And he'll say, "Oh yeah, I remember that, right. that thing or what?" Yeah. Pretty yeah. fun. So, um, and so, how did how did you get? Is that something you trained for or was no, educated not at to all. do? Or? I fell. I just tripped and fell and Into ended up. <laughs> I was in a mine. It's, it's kind of crazy. <laughs> they threw a hat on you. Like, time to get to work. Are you We're, out of your mind? I, they they well, found you down there. <laughs> back and forth. Help me. <laughs> By then um, I had grown gills. <laughs> no, I was. I, it could happen. Yes. Um, it, it could happen. You never know what yeah. the future holds. I was working at the Empire, and I was uh, having fun. I'd been in the journalism world, another world I kind of tripped and fell into. This is a common theme in my life. Just, and that's how I knew you first probably was right, a, yeah, as an Empire so. reporter. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I was just looking for something different. And um, my now husband then fiance or whatever you want to and I just want you want to use add this very quickly you have you are a person who has a confusingly similar name to your maiden name oh right it's we just terrible the letters because it's Libby <clears throat> Sterling was your name that I know you by still I want to call you Libby Sterling it's still I still get but you are Libby Strong, Stringer yeah. which is this very <laughs> anyway yeah. okay it almost so wasn't worth the work the right. extra paperwork to change it <laughs> right but uh, no, it, it's good because it, it ties into the music thing. People are like, "Oh, you're musicians and you're stringers," and uh-huh, you know, you know. Yeah. Actually, I hadn't thought of that okay. initially, but um, yeah, yeah. So before we were married, maybe he, you should have kept Sterling. It fits the mining. Well, if I you could guys go, go back. Silver. I mean, just just a couple forms you fill out. You should have made it Sterling Stringer. We talked oh. about that. Yeah. We talked about you know combining the names into Sternger. one new name. <laughs> I might call myself Andy Balsack. <laughs> it's just a couple of forums. When she said that, I was like, wow, there's so many possibilities. How long have you been waiting for that? Like your window to... I don't know. That just I came just, out fully formed. I, just like, wow. wow. God. All right, give us... My a, dream. Yeah. <laughs> it's so close. Let's hear it. Actually... In, in I, use. <clears throat> Get introduced to show as... Hello? Yes. Let's hear this in use. 
Hi, everyone. Welcome to Bridge from Nowhere. I'm Andy Balsack. Yeah, all right. <laughs> there's, anyway. there's, there's no point. We, uh, I, interrupted. On that. I interrupted your story about how you ended up working Every interruption is very yeah. important. Yes. We're, we're getting to some very important things here. Uh, email true. Andy at abalsack at <laughs> Well, that reminded me. I, I knew a guy named Andy Ball growing up, actually, and he married someone named Crystal. And Crystal she Sack? took his name. No, Crystal Sack! No, oh, Crystal Ball. And he ended up Crystal Ball. Crystal, yes. Crystal, Crystal Ball. Ball. Yeah. 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 Did she take that name? She took it. But yeah. so nice. Crystal Ball Sack would have been better. <laughs> S-A-C-H. <laughs> because a crystal ball sack is beautiful. Mm. I don't think they listen to this show, so that's good. <laughs> Libby, we're having fun. We're going to talk to you more, though. Let's, let's continue the story right after a little musical interlude here. It's Bridge from Nowhere, Libby Stringer, Jamie Carnick, Lou Logan, Andy Klein, all Balsack. with you. Andy Balsack. Sorry. Damn. That was my chance. <laughs> Andy Balsack. We'll be right back. <laughs> We're back with uh, Libby Stringer, Lou Logan. Amy Karnick, Andy Balsack, it's Bridge from Nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> Libby, we were talking about how you got into this kind of like interesting thing. You Maybe you never would have predicted that you were going to get into the mining industry. Oh, you were no working idea. as a reporter. I right? went to art school. I mean, I'm supposed to be, I don't know what I'm supposed to be. So how does it happen? We interrupted, things. but keep <clears throat> That's going. okay. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I was just looking for a new job. Um, Jesse was working at the mine as a as a real miner underground, you know, but like underground in the in the tunnels. <clears throat> and he um, just said, "Oh, hey, there's a position. You might be able to do it." And I just, you know, if I was reading through the job listings, I would have never thought I'd be qualified for this, but um, I was. So I showed up. And How were you qualified for working in a mine? Um, I had to do some tests. At the job center. Hit this rock. <laughs> <laughs> it broke. You're hard. <laughs> what is this object? It's a rock. You're hired. Yeah. <laughs> All right. No. Wait, what, funny. What, what, was funny. The actual, what was the actual job that you applied <clears throat> so for? So the job title was mill coordinator. Which sounds pretty male coordinator? No, mill mill, mill coordinator. Mill coordinator. Oh. I thought you were working in the mail no, room. Mail okay. room. Mil- okay. Coordinating no. the mails. The no, mails. okay, yeah. All right, so mill <laughs> coordinator. Kind of. yeah. Mill coordinator. So it was basically like a clerk position. So I had to, like, prove that I know how to use a computer and stuff like that. Um, and and tell us about your office. Like, what's your office look like? My office right now is pretty traditional. Actually, it's a lot like this room um, with fewer electronic gizmos. But my when I was with the electrical department, I actually went – to work underground, so I had an office that was underground. How um, far underground? Um, it was maybe like a fifteen-minute drive. Whoa, fifteen-minute drive <laughs> yeah. down underground? to the earth. Yeah, yeah. A fifteen minutes on the elevator? No, no. You know, it just you drive straight through. So the portal enters the portal. <clears throat> at the. You drive a car and you drive th- into yeah, you a drive real in. portal. Yeah. Wow. A real portal. Like yeah. Buckaroo Banzai. Yeah. Yeah. How do you the, yeah. avoid all the dwarves that you guys hire? 
Have you f- and B, have you, you don't found have, you don't have to. Have you found <laughs> dwarves? Yeah. They avoid me. There's always more dwarves. <laughs> have you found the Arkenstone yet? <laughs> or encountered the Balrog? We're getting there. Don't tell <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, Do not dig too creedily and too deep. We still shall the Balrog pass. is down there. Yeah. We're still in development. We're so wait, you like you so you go out there and then you get in your car and you drive into a hole in the ground. Yep. You, you literally drive into minutes. a mountain. Do you drive mm-hmm. s- kind of straight, or are you driving down, or driving up a little bit, but you're going into the mountain? Or? It's it's basically straight, oh. um, and it, the main that goes through from one side to the other. Um, <clears throat> but then off that main, there's offshoots that kind of spiral. So it's just a big tunnel down, into so. a mountain, and you, mm-hmm. you, you, you're driving into this tunnel for 15 minutes. Maybe a little less. Like but going yeah. 20 miles an hour, 30 oh, miles, always, 70. Always under 20. Maybe maybe even fifteen. Okay. Yeah. Is there like uh, yeah. a special car, or could I bring like my '99 Rav Four into the? Don't bring that. <laughs> you you Jamie, could try. No, no, listen. <laughs> he's asking because he wants to leave wanna, it. Yeah, yeah. I want to do it. <laughs> I see. Yeah. You want to leave it down he's there? He's been waiting like, for a place to leave it. Like, like no, backfill. No, it's brand new and like all shiny now. It's <laughs> oh, a supercar. It's true. You it's back true. off. Does, it have, yeah. does the it's engine a, work? It's a Franken The engine does work. Okay. Yeah. Shiny and the engine. Yeah, it's shiny and good, and it's just kind of old. But I got it from Lou for free. And I just want to drive it into the mountain. It feels like that would so, be yeah, a fun thing good. to do. Well, you'd have to get it out there first. That's true. You'd have to put it on the barge. Do, do you just have a car that's out there then? Oh, there's a bunch yeah, of Yeah, there's just a whole fleet, fleet of, of oh, vehicles. Huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Remember, Bob was even talking about that. You weren't in the studio. I wasn't but here. But if you had listened to the last episode, I you would know. I felt like I did, but maybe that... I, I might have fallen asleep for a little bit. <laughs> there are a lot of details in there. So <laughs> what? No I'm pressure. not in this part. But no, so it's a... It's I just listen for my parts. It's a huge mine operation out there, and Bob even described it as kind of James Bond. Like, it's a little bit, like, kind of wow. wild. You open up the doors, and you're driving in, and the doors close, and yeah. you're in an airlock. and Which you get desensitized <laughs> to, yeah. so, I but think. There's... But, yeah, hearing his description of the air doors, uh, for those listeners who need to go back and, and listen to the podcast, it's worth the time. Yeah, uh, it was int- <clears> you know, it's, it kind of, you don't really realize that, because in a way, you just think there's just this hole in the yeah. mountain, but... Obviously, you can't Obviously, just hollow out a mountain and you've yeah. got to yeah. pressurize and you've got to do those things. Yeah. And yeah, so yeah, ventilation, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> ventilation is very important. Ventilation, <laughs> good. Ventilation, important. So, you were working, you're working inside this mountain. Are there regimented breaks to get back outside during the day, or are you just in there for eight, nine hours and then you come out, or how does um, it work? They, I mean, you can go in there, they blast twice a day, so. About six thirty a.m. and p.m. Can you hear it? They'll blast. Um, I also everyone blast leaves. Everyone leaves the mine oh. um, when that happens. But oh. you know, I, I suppose if you were close, you might. So step us through that a little bit because that's you mm-hmm. just kind of went over that like, oh yeah, they blast twice a day and everyone leaves the mountain. So how so, many people are leaving the mountain and and what's how, how does that all work? Um, so at any given time, you know, there may be. 20, 30 people <clears throat> working in various parts of the mine, you know, maybe more, maybe less, but uh, there would be two um, miners on blast crew and they would be responsible for making sure, well, the supervisor's responsible for ultimately making sure that everyone is out except the blast crew and then they they are in a safe designated spot in the mine and yeah, then they wait for the air to clear. They turn the fans up and um, 
Then so we go back in. I had this. I have this idea of the way mines work. I guess I understand that there's blasting going on, but I didn't know it was a twice a day thing. I thought that you just were drilling all the time, <clears throat> or I don't know. How did you think that mines work? Well, have you ever gone to Safeway and you go to the bagged cereal? And there was one called Cocoa Nuggets, and it had this guy in a robo suit with screw hands. Yeah, that's what I thought it was like drilling exactly. for Cocoa Nuggets. Sure. That's interesting. I'm gonna have to look up that cereal. That should be the official cereal of Kensington Mine. But it was sure. based on drills, right? Yeah. I guess yeah. I thought people were in there just drilling with star bits and yeah. Well, drilling. that's kind of accurate. I mean, they have these huge um, drills. That the diesel and electric um, drills with two booms on them, so you could. I mean, they don't have faces, but. Oh, you guys don't use pneumatic or hydraulic stuff. Well, well there's those two. There's in some of the narrower spots where the bigger drills can't fit. They'll have um, the jack leg drill, which you can see in the museums here. So why do they blast? Why don't they just drill? Well, they drill out um, a, a specific pattern, and then they they fill those holes with the explosives. I mean, oh. if they're just drilling, drilling's pretty inefficient. So. Yeah, I and see. So the Blow blasting, up everything. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. And, and then, then do they go in and, like, gather up all that stuff that got blown up yep. and find gold in it? That's basically. when they release the dwarves. Yep. Wow, and then the dwarves come in? <laughs> yep. Oh, you're more chill. Oh, no, that's not the seven dwarves, the high ho song. Yeah, that's how <laughs> well, I Well, actually, the works. geologists come in, and they tell you if it's good geologists or, or bad. Geologists slash dwarves? So, yeah. <laughs> the geologist dwarves? This is appetite. <laughs> We're looking for gold. We need meat thrill. Not schist. Meat thrill. <laughs> I don't know what you're... <laughs> this is igneous. Move to the metamorphic zone. <laughs> the anger. The, the anger of these people. Where is my scratch plate? We need to measure the Mohs hardness scale. Wow. Wow, the Mohs hardness scale. <laughs> yeah, Look wow. at the fracture of the sample. <laughs> Did yeah. you prepare for this show, or you just really know all this? What's stuff? your rating on the Mo's hardness scale? <laughs> well, <laughs> my deep, rich voice can cut diamonds. <laughs> so it would be an eleven. Is that a real thing, the Mo's hardness scale? Of course scale? it is. Yeah, really? I remember learning about that, but I couldn't tell I you anything. I do not remember what is it learning about that. Well, I believe one is talc, seven mm -hmm. is quartz. Nine is corundrum, and ten is diamond, but I can't remember what the rest is. So it only goes from one to ten? I think so. Ten, be, ten Diamond being the hardest, talc mm -hmm. being the softest. I think so. Or, or maybe, they, maybe it's soapstone or something. I don't know. And it's a stone hardness scale. Mm-hmm. Very good. Wow, very Lou. cool. Nice, Lou. Actual that, knowledge here on Bridge from Geology. Man. Science. Coming in. Oh, geology class. Amazing. Oh, Libby's really yeah. bringing out the best in us. Oh, yeah. yeah. So are you just in like a windowless <laughs> room all day when you're doing this? Well, not anymore. But when, like when, when you were in the when when you were. days, yeah. I mean, I was down there because I, it was helpful to be near the work. So I would be, you know, I'd, I'd get around and moving about. Yeah. Do you have like computer stuff, screens but, up that but, look yeah, like I windows? Did, I did have. <laughs> I did have um, <clears throat> actually, I've grown a lot of plants out there and I never took any underground, but I was considering it. Where did you go? The plant. So what's it? So there's outdoor areas that you. Okay, yeah, so there's, surface, huge there's surface areas, right? offices, you know, trailers or, or buildings. So that's where I started. Was in this trailer, and I grew all sorts. I grew peas, and other microgreens, lettuce, um, <clears throat> and some cacti from seed. I got Whoa. this little thing at Western Auto, a little 
kit of cacti seeds and plant Western of those. Auto wow. selling cacti for you. <laughs> <laughs> We're available for hire, Western yes, Auto. Yes, we are. If you want that jingle, Ten you got to pay radio us. Spots. <laughs> well, that's uh, so you grew plants out there. Was that because just 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 it to do just it? For, just yeah, to have fun. Just yeah, for yeah. something to so, yeah. I guess what we're uh, it's part of what I'm getting at is like, is there a bit of a like? Do you feel deprived when you're working underground? Are there things that you have to consciously? kind of you know do to make sure that you don't feel oh for sure yeah yeah and being married to someone who actually did real hard labor underground like my experience has been very good you know and and easy in comparison so what did he do he was um yeah drilling blasting mucking doing that he was on the blasting crew he was drilling he was doing all that tell us what his day was like every day yeah um so kiss me in the morning, <laughs> not me. <laughs> Weirdly, stop by and kiss Andy on the way. I mean, to work. I, I mean, I know the guy. I'm not going to say I don't know or something. By the way, you're right. <laughs> no, I just, I think I just coming in here is really some phlegm. That's just. I, I think I just it got happens. it. We have happens to everyone. <laughs> yeah. I know. It was sort of in your direction. Yeah, it no, has that so. effect on people. <clears throat> no, yeah. I got some tea here. I mean, I'm not drinking tea in the studio. It's cactus no. tea. No, never. It's, it's you dry, can drink tea in the studio. Tea. So the shift... For the miners is basically seven to seven, so a.m. or p.m. There's a day shift or a night shift, so it would be essentially the same depending on which shift they're on. But um, <clears throat> yeah, get up, put on all your diggers. That's what they call their rain gear or what or whatever sort of clothes they <clears throat> decide to wear. And it's clown outfits, right? <laughs> Just gorilla suits, split crotch diggers. Eventually, whatever works. Um, Banana hammocks. Safety meeting. <laughs> Sorry, I interrupted. Yeah, no, you did not interrupt. <laughs> Where? How dare you? <laughs> Safety meeting. Okay. I think you need at least ten seconds of silence yeah. after banana. After hammocks. banana. <laughs> He-Man pants. He-Man. I mean, those underwear with the shag. <laughs> Oh, they have a shag. He even has a shag. He has shaggy shag like underwear. underwear. Yeah, totally. I didn't like quite realize that. Shag. Oh, it kind of. Never know. It would flow a little bit in the yeah. air, wouldn't it? Hell for the animators. Yeah. yeah. He man. <laughs> anyway, after they get there, you don't need ten seconds after that. On. All right. <clears throat> Sorry, I have this phlegm oh. coming up. Sorry, get much, you need a miner well, in there. We'll edit it out by. Okay, Copying good. and pasting it in a row okay, ten good. times. Yeah, it'll be good. We're here with Libby Stringer. We're just going to take your interview and just cut all, all the words and just put in yep. the throat clear. Poop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and later we'll just like, hey, really didn't, I don't know, it didn't really no, give man, us that, anything. That, that, was the, that was the best interview we ever had. <laughs> Poop. <laughs> It's what actually if we very true together to me, and though. Ate alone? <laughs> it's my, my family has always been obsessed with butts and poop, <laughs> and my in-laws, are, I think, are very uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> they just when, pretend. When they at are. our wedding, we were doing pictures with everyone, and then we do one where we all <laughs> turn around and bend over. <laughs> <laughs> and the in-laws are like, <laughs> like oh, oh my. what? Oh my God! <clears throat> They've been very gracious. <laughs> Who all these people <laughs> get involved with this family and they show their bollocks into the world, into the wind? Uh, yeah, I could see that's a yeah, that's yeah. a moment. 
But it's your wedding too. You know, you can. <laughs> it is your it's not, wedding. It's yeah. not their wedding. It's your wedding. Do what you want. <laughs> Listen, we're going to get back with Libby Stringer here. We've wandered a little bit far afield from the original topic, but we promise we'll get back and yeah, talk to her more. Yeah, this will only take 80 more minutes. Yes. Stay in the life of a minor here as we clear out Flem on Bridge for Nomare. Lou Balsack. <laughs> Jamie Balsack. Jamie Balsack. Jamie Hamcom. Hamcom. We'll be back in just a minute. Yeah. Back bridge from nowhere. Ball. <laughs> nowhere. Ball sack from nowhere. <laughs> and uh, we are here with uh, Libby Stringer, who's tolerating us. Thank you, Libby, for coming in. Oh, my pleasure. We were talking about a real day life in a real Alaska miner working in a real gold mine, big time, big time production gold mine, right? Not. Not out just panning for gold, not doing, you know, shoreside stuff, but this is like a big commercial industrial deal. Yeah. How many people, like th- you were describing 30 to 50 people at any one time working in that gold mine, yeah. maybe more? And underground, at least, at yeah. least that money. Um, Kensington <clears throat> Gold Mine is where it is. And so you were saying that you, so your husband is a, has worked through the years in many different positions, but kind of is like a miner. Mm-hmm. Really well, in there. Yeah, not, not anymore. Um, but, but he was. He's done all that, yeah, he for was, years. Um, for many years. So. Um, Went in there. Typical yeah. day. Shows up at what? Is it, what are, are the shifts 24 hour shifts? 12 hour shifts. 12 hour shifts, but they're two but shifts a two day. Two shifts, so yeah. So it's 24 running. hour. All, yeah, everything runs all day um, <clears throat> and all night. So and on have, Christmas and Fourth of July. And yeah. Everything. Those guys Everything. are working all the time. Yep. So Absolutely. they have their safety meeting, then what? Safety meeting first, then they have to drive into the mine. So there's a like a crew bus that mm-hmm. takes um, most people in. Some of them drive pickups in and, and whatnot. And then they, as soon as the air is, is clear from the blast that just occurred, you know, in the previous hour or so, then... You were saying <clears throat> 6.30 and 6.30 or when yeah, the blasts are? approximately. So like the first half hour of a shift... Is that kind of how it works? Yeah, they'll you know it gives them time to do the the safety safe. It's well, it's technically the last half hour. Of okay. The, so yeah. So like um, the last thing that they do is blasting at the end of their shift. And then showering. And yeah. then showering. Yeah. Wow. And then the new people come in and like the blast has just happened. It just happened, and um, there's someone who went in early to check for to with a. <clears throat> Little meter that checks for Balrogs. for the air and and, and, and those orcs. <laughs> orcs. Check meter. for orcs. You got to check for it orcs. Goes blue. Goes in. <laughs> goes in with the little elven sword. I have sting. <laughs> um, yeah. So they, as soon as the air is clear in the, um, the various areas, they'll open it up and they go back to work. And uh, so that's the start of the day. Mm-hmm. And so they're clearing out rubble and loading stuff up on conveyor belts or something that carries um, rubble out or how is it? Yeah, it's all trucks. So um, they'll go in um, 
and you know it may not have, it may not be the the pile that they just blasted right then. It may have been one from the shift before, but um, they have these um, loaders, underground loaders that are you know short and, and narrow, and they muck out the muck and load it into trucks. The trucks take it out to the surface. When they're working in these, so they're in, where they're working in tunnels. Mm-hmm. What's the dimensions of these tunnels they're working in at that blast zone? Um, I'm trying to remember. I think the 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 what we, the term is called the back for the what you'd call like the ceiling or the, the top um, clearance head clearance yeah kinda, maybe yeah. fifteen feet in, you know in that range um, <clears throat> and about the same wide uh, mm. same width so, so yeah you, you know you're in narrow. a tunnel mm. but you've got room to operate it's fifteen by fifteen it's like it's not your you're not hunched over that kind of thing no no yeah right, no. right. And so these loaders that you're talking about are these like machines that they drive or are these like things that they use to mm-hmm. lift the rock They're yeah they, like, they drive okay. so so you know imagine like your typical um, loader that you'd see plowing snow or whatever mm-hmm. it's just it doesn't have the cab on the top it's it's kind of it's just low like stumpy loader kind of stumpy okay. yeah yeah exactly so what happens to the rock after they load it up so they put in the trucks, they load it up. If it's ore, mm-hmm. um, which the geologists have determined As previously. verified by Gary. Exactly. Certified by Gary. <clears throat> Geologist dwarf, Gary. <laughs> Ding. <laughs> then um, they have this area on the surface where they um, dump all that and sort it. And, you know, if it's high grade or low grade or whatever, mm-hmm. they, they kind of figure out the mix. So they and got several piles. They have several ore piles, and then they have the... Remainder. There's also waste. So you know, mm-hmm. if they're if they're like trying to get to a certain spot, but they're not in the gold yet, it'll be mm-hmm. this waste rock. And so they have other places that they store that. When they're doing this work, so they're working. This is a gold mine. Mm-hmm. Do you see gold? No, like never. So the uh, ore is. <clears throat> the, it's so um, such a small um, concentration that it's even after it's processed through the mill. Um, it just kind of looks like this shiny dirt. Hmm. And it looks shiny because of the pyrite, not because of the gold content. Fool's so, gold. Um, yeah. There's, I have heard people say occasionally they'll find free gold, but it's hmm. very rare. And by that, they mean just, just some tiny little nugget, you something yeah, you exactly. could see. Free yeah. gold that they can put in their pocket. Is that what <laughs> no. they mean? No, no. don't you, you do, do that. that. And that's why. Don't you say that. Well, they're these paid people, to that, shower and they're paid to. That's part of the. That's um, why. That's a huge. That I'm goes sure back. that's a huge concern, oh, right? Sure, yeah. yeah. And if you go to other places in the world where they actually do have, you know, different ore bodies with, you know, something that you could just grab. I mean, the amount of rock that you'd have to grab, even our high grade, to have. Any, anything yeah. worth anything would be so massive. I mean, it just it's not really possible. So mm. still, I've seen Shawshank Redemption. I know. Yeah. I, I yeah. Smuggled dirt out. Oh yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh, what does yeah. the ore look steps. like? The ore, <clears throat> it's. I wish I was uh, knew all the fancy geological terms, but um, it's cool. There's the the really high grade stuff. There's a lot of quartz, so it's mm-hmm. like white. Um, some some of the the high grade areas, I've, you walk in and it's just this white. And then there's <clears throat> the pyrite, so there's this sparkle to it. Um, and the I'll probably screw this up, but I think it's something like the gold and the quartz have a similar melting temperature. So when the earth is you know yes. doing all its I actually knew that. Stuff. That's right. It's the, yeah. that they are together. So, so kind of, the gold kind of runs through the quartz. They sort yeah. of harden together. Mm-hmm. Like they have the same, yeah, yeah. geological 
process that that's why they're always together. Yeah. When so you look for the liquidy. quartz. You don't yeah. see really see the gold, but you see the quartz, and that's why. Is all the ore quartzy like that? Um, no. I mean, some of it's in, you know, just would look like your typical granite or, or mm. you know. How does Gary know that? Gary went to school lots of years. <laughs> <clears throat> and and they know, but they, they call them rock lickers because they, the way to really see the true rock is it's got to be wet so you can see, you know, there's Yukon no Cornelius. dust on it or Yukon Cornelius. Ah, nothing. It's not, it's, it's sort of a derogatory term, but not really the rock, rock, the rock lickers. They, it's, when people call me rock licker, they say it's a compliment. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you take that from me. You're a rock oh, yeah, licker. Yeah. I'm more of a rock sniffer. <laughs> ah. mm. Silicon dioxide, a.k.a. quartz. Wow. Well done. No. Schooling. Closet geologist over <laughs> yeah. here. Closet it's not so much closet. I mean, that was, that's what you studied, right? No. You did study geology, didn't you? I took a class. I thought that was what you were kind of, your course of study was going to be in that area. What was it going to, what was it in? Uh, being an adult loser. No, what was your real course of study? <laughs> Natural resources management with an emphasis in plant, animal, and soil science. Oh, I had it wrong. I thought it was. I thought it was geology, but okay. But you're into. It's interesting. You have an interest in this because you, unlike Jamie and myself, have done quite a bit of gold panning. My grandfather, my mom's dad, had a claim south of Anchorage, about seventy miles for maybe about 30 years and he had a little dredge and he would suck up behind boulders and on some bends and wherever you think gold would settle down unlike the uh, mill type of mines hard rock mining you could see the gold in placer so at his claim for example, the creek used to run a different way. It was a mountain creek. It kind of looked like the, a gold creek. Same meander, size. Meander around. And, yeah, right. Yeah. And it, uh, <clears throat> maybe a little smaller than Gold Creek, but kind of steep. But there was an area where, there used to, where it used to go. And so we dug off the soil off the top, and we got to the bedrock, and it was kind of shattered gray hard rock and in between the cracks were nuggets you see nuggets in there wow. yeah you can see the wow. gold and then you take you take these rocks and you run them through a sluice box and you break up the clay and then you you look in your sluice box you could see gold in there and you take all that you undo the sluice box you dump all the material into a pan and you pan that what was the what was the biggest nugget you remember seeing like size of a pea or size of a um Canned ham. Canned ham. <laughs> a delicious the size of Jamie's ham. melon. Oh, wow. Really? No. I was going to say that's 200 like pounds of gold. Record. My lord. Like the size of a tooth? Yeah. <laughs> or the size. Not even that's huge. Uh, right? Maybe the size of a, a quarter of a pea. Right. Like a mm -hmm. little. Like a booger. Little, and, they're just, and they're nuggety looking, yeah, right? They look like little flakes, gold nuggets. Yeah. Some flat ones or some kind of irregular shaped ones. There's dusty stuff. Do you have any idea about the kind of money you're, they may ever made off of that? I think about $40. Ever? No, I don't know how much. No. <laughs> <laughs> you had I wanted to ask him all this stuff, but he he passed away yeah. a couple years ago. Yeah. But, uh, but that was just sort of a hobby. 
Well, he was out there during the summers, the whole summer. So more than a hobby. I mean, it was mm-hmm. really a pursuit. He th- did he kind of have a – do you think he had an idea that he was going to strike it rich? Or he just knew it was a kind of constant source of income? I don't know. He went to – he took some classes in Anchorage being taught by a geologist named Leo Mark Anthony who apparently knew his stuff. And he teamed up with a guy named Bill Smith who I think was the actual claim owner, real nice guy. But uh, my uncle, he made my uncle Kevin go with him for the summer, so Kevin really didn't like it, so he never, he just worked a bunch, and he never got into the recreational gold stuff because he was stuck out there for the whole summer <laughs> with no friends. Right. I mean, yeah, it's a lonely, it's a lonely it's life a lonely out life, there. The life of a gold miner. Yeah, yeah. So what what do you think you've learned down there in that gold mine? I mean, what what's what are some of the takeaways that you've had from this kind of unusual experience of working in a mine? Yeah, I've learned a lot. I think one of the things that stands out to me is just an appreciation for where all our stuff comes from. Um, and get, granted, that's just one resource, gold, but um, you know anything metal. Um, you know, I don't know much about the petroleum industry, but still similar, you know, extraction. There's there's a lot of work involved. Um, it's pretty amazing. So, yeah, that that's that's a big one for me, just where where all this stuff comes from. It just it doesn't just appear. There's a lot of blood, sweat and tears that that goes into. I mean, this microphone has all this metal. On yeah, it. right. And it's got all this stuff. And so. We kind of obviously we drive around in cars and we mm-hmm. live in houses and we Most all us, that yeah. stuff, you know. And even we even take public transportation or whatever we do. Mm-hmm. There's these things around us that are all mined. Yeah, and we don't typically think about the real nuts and bolts of how that gets to us, you know. And then where I think about where does it go after? Mm-hmm. I mean, like electric cars are great and stuff, but you know they, now then we have all these batteries Lithi- and, and what lithium, are we trying to do with all this stuff? I lithium know is lithium is a weird thing to mine and that is mined and that's all out of Peru I think is that right or Ecuador well I know where a lot of stuff in Juno goes to have you ever gone to the dump but on the other side of the street before you turn there's a house there okay um, it's like a, oh there's usually a boat for oh, sale oh that guy that guy's everything, house everything's there that's <laughs> yeah. a boat or two that's, that's where everything goes that's where everything yeah. goes I just like to leave stuff there <laughs> oh good yeah for sale oh, that guy. works good you uh, take he's a, <laughs> yes. salt of the earth that guy. Um, yeah, but it is a, yeah, that's, it's true. Uh, the lithium, I mean, all these, even these things that we think about as very green, there are extraction components to it that, you know, we have to kind of right. come to terms with. Yeah. I had no idea we mined lithium. Oh, I never lithium. really thought about where lithium comes from. Lithium is or even a what it is. mineral that is mined huh. and it is the huh. the key ingredient to all everything. Yeah. Tesla and Leafs and everything that we Your think phone. of as the most advanced and green stuff huh. is mined and it's mined out of South America. I want to say Peru, I'm not positive about that. But essentially it's like one place. It's uh-huh. kind of like, you know, it's like friggin' uh Marvel Avengers, you know, and that crazy mineral they always talk about in Africa that, like, makes Captain America's shield. Yes, yeah. like vibranium. Vibranium. Or, like, amber with mosquitoes in it, like Jurassic Park. <laughs> right, right. But vibranium oh. is, like, the thing. Like, oh, that's a special thing. Yeah. 
Well, that lithium is sort of this special thing like huh. that. And we're building a lot of green industries off of that, which is awesome. I mean, it's awesome, right? Yeah. But it's uh, it's finite. It's probably finite. Yeah, yeah. it's just different, you know. We're yeah. Moving on to different technology. That's right. Yeah. Well, Libby, thanks so much for talking to us about this stuff. Oh, really appreciate it. We didn't even talk about your music. Oh, it's not, all this it's other not things that camp. you do. You're such a it's camp. Camp. And more about pooping. Could have talked so much more about pooping. <laughs> we got time. We got time. <laughs> we got time. <laughs> it all it will all come. Yes. I can return and we can talk of poop. Gladly. Libby, thanks so much for coming in here on Bridge for Nowhere. Thanks, thanks Libby. Libby. Thanks for having me. That was nice, you guys. That was nice. It's like it was planned or <laughs> something. Like, that's Did the second time this happened tonight. <laughs> Damn you, Karnak. Logan. <laughs> Curse you. And palm chi puppies. Yeah. yeah. Were those from the Humane Society, too? No. Pomeranian and Palm Chi puppies. That's well, what you yeah, got. You have puppies now. Two puppies, yeah. You do have two puppies now, but yes. you've been an adopter of older dogs have, in the past. Yes. But now it's two puppies. Yes, okay. now mm-hmm. it's two puppies. Okay. Palm Chi. Um, What's a Pomeranian... How do you tell the difference between a Pomeranian and a Pomeranian puppy? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> sort of. Well, it's, it's two pounds instead of, of seven, two point five. Or seven. Yeah, okay. I mean, All right, yeah, yeah, when we brought them back, because we found them down in California... So when we brought them back, they were under two pounds. Both That's of them. amazing. Yeah, <laughs> little, little yeah, under two pound dog. It must just be all like fluff ball with a face in it, Pretty basically, much. right? Yeah. Tribbles. Yeah. They're tribbles. Yeah. Nice. They're tribbles. <laughs> <laughs> you adopted a tribble like that. That was that was part of the yeah that exactly. Like this. <laughs> Thank you. It's well, my palm chi impression. Very good. <laughs> well, Lou and I are longtime dog. You're a longtime dog. You're thinking about being Christmas a dog, dog. owner. Christmas dog. Gonna yeah. get a Christmas dog. Jen and I are getting a Christmas dog. It's gonna be fun. We're gonna name it Christmas. No, we're not. No, gonna name it Christmas. We're I haven't come up with a name yet. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> Savior. <laughs> yes. Jeff. Just so you can yell in the park. Jesus Christ! <laughs> get over here. And a dog runs up to you. Yeah. It'd be pretty good. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's Christmas funny. dog. We're pretty sure. We were just talking about it last night. Although we did a thing where we we went away, like Jen and I did like a night away. We went to Grandma's feather bed to just kind of like because we've been working a lot or whatever, and uh, and we got a big piece of paper and we drew out all the stuff that like we wanted to do this year. Like, oh, we'll do this and we'll do this and we'll. So we drew like a picture of a duck. I drew a beautiful picture of a duck because you all know what a, what a good artist. I yeah, am. you're it's amazing. <laughs> I think it's a what is that? Yeah. Is that a hippopotamus? Some kind of horrific. What do you got there? Big, land, why do you want to adopt Bigfoot? Land hippo. <laughs> but then as soon as we did that, like the two of the trips that we were going to take were immediately fell through. So now we're a little worried about the dog and like what to do with the paper to make sure that the dog, we get a dog still. Because it was like, we feel like it's cursed. Oh. It's a, oh because we drew all this stuff. We're like, oh, we're going to go kayaking Glacier Bay. And then like the next day, our friend, we were going to go and said, oh, I can't do that. And we were going to ride the Tustamina. And then the Tustamina broke. And so I don't know. I think I might take the paper out and burn it. Do you think you broke the testamina with that I piece of paper? I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> I'm super bummed about it. Damn too. your grandma's feather bed. I drew a beautiful fairy as well. It could be that the testamina warped into the fairy that I drew, which would not float. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, it's not seaworthy. Yeah. And you, uh, you, we've talked about your dog. Mm-hmm. But you also, what's going on? You're getting your, you're making your dog, you're making food for your dog right now? I'm, I've been making dog food. And before I've done this, I didn't realize how much it makes your house stink so goddamn bad. <laughs> now when I walk in, 
The last two days, I've been pressure cooking some various awful, and uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just permeating the house. I went kayaking today, and I could smell it in my clothes. On a, I'm outside on a, on a rainy day. On a rainy day. <laughs> wow. <laughs> on the water. So, I went to this artist camp, and we ended up with eight salmon carcasses, the filleted fish. That blue filleted, by the way, wonderfully. I cut off. I said, "I'll take those." With this great idea, and I cut off the tails, and I put all the fish in a pressure cooker, and I cooked it for hundred. 10 minutes, which is the time you do canned fish, jarred fish, I think. And I just set that time on it because when you cook it that long, the bones turn soft. So then I had this disgusting mush, mushy stuff Slurry. that I put into jars and then I froze it. So then I mixed that into the kibble. Andy has this amazing face right now, like he's no, it sounds, about to vomit. I mean, no, it sounds like that's what a dog would love that, right? So then... Yeah. I also got about 15 pounds of beef trimmings because Cisco donated a bunch of uh, 50 what? pounds of ribeye. Ribeye, and uh, it had a, some fat left over and some some meat left over. So I t- trimmed what I could, and I put those in jars and I pressure cooked that so to add to the fish stink in the house. I also have. A nice beef stank. Jesus. Nice. <laughs> so if you can smell something. Maybe that's... you can get a hold of some goat. <laughs> <laughs> or cuddlefish. Goat. Yeah. Cuddlefish. Yeah, a little cuddlefish. Yeah. Did you just know to do this or did you get instructions? No, I just thought, what can I do with this instead of throwing this all away? Well, Luz canned a lot of fish in his day. Right, so for you, dogs or for no, people? No, no, for people. So this is just a shifting of the audience that you're yeah. working for. And uh, I thought it would just be a good use of stuff and also a great chance to stink the house up. Mm. Is Allie uh, traveling right now? No. Oh, she's loving it. Today she told me, I'm tired of that smell now. (laughs) (laughs) Fix it. (laughs) And I tried to. I tried to fix it by cooking beef. You're like, well, maybe I'm tired of some things too. (laughs) I'll fix it by making the meat a scrap of smell. All right, let's replace the fish with the beef. (laughs) But it just combines. Yeah. Beef Ugh. fish. Force, force multiplier. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. Cowfish. So then you just pop a can for the dog and they just eat it. Well, right I take some and I give some to the dog. Oh, okay. <laughs> One for you. Well, I haven't, I haven't opened the beef. The beef was truly jarred, unlike the salmon slop. Did the beef turn into slurry too, or is it still like in sort of. It kind of looks like a, a, almost a beef stew. I put broth in it. It looks like dog food. Yeah, it looks like dog food. Yeah. Chunky Mm. dog food with a big fat layer on the top because there's so much fat in it. Because it's like dog food. Sounds good. So I might actually taste it when I feed it. I was going to say, I'll I'll have some of that. That sounds good. Well, maybe it's not dog food anymore. By the way, (laughs) on the website, we have a video of you and myself tasting dog food Mm -hmm. that I'm going to post out of the remote cabin. You spit it one? out. Oh, wait. You, I you was took there the for video that. of it. I did take the video of it. That's right. But you spit it out, and I ate it because I'm a man. Did I eat it, too? I think I ate it, too, didn't I? 
Not on film. I think it was just me and Lou. I think it I just ate it alone after you, you just, after you guys you just, went to bed. You just, just took the bag. Oh, <laughs> circle motion. Came out. We this were like, delicious. I was like, Scout, where's Scout's food? Yeah. <laughs> Jamie's got know. kibbles <laughs> on his face. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Well, that's the tale of the dog food. If you want to, if you want the palms in on this, you just you know who to talk oh, to. Oh, I think they love anything smelly. They would just they could probably smell you from the car. Do palms know. like roll around in smelly stuff? They do that other. They that haven't dog yet. Thing? Yeah, we haven't seen that yet. Well, uh, maybe they have a little bit. I mean, they're dogs. Yeah. Right. I mean, we don't really think of them the way we think of like a lab, but they're still a dog. They're it's still, funny like, because when you're around, around little dogs, yeah. a, just a little bit, you realize, oh, they're just dogs. Yeah, they do have the same. Yeah, they're yeah. just dogs. They're weird because they're little. They're so little. It's yeah. so it's it's if you're if you're a medium or big sized dog owner, it's strange to relate to little dogs. But you realize after a while, oh yeah, yeah that's a dog. What and I'm used to that. So I see a you know a normal sized dog, and it's holy cow. Right, God, big. Big. somebody brought a horse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what are, what are their names? Uh, we have Turtle as the girl, and Amigo as the boy. Okay. Amigo. <laughs> Get over here. Turtle. <laughs> that sounds like my house. Turtle, no. <laughs> turtle, no. Stop, turtle. <laughs> turtle. I'm going to play this for them on the radio. <laughs> 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 That's uh, uh, speaking their language. Turtle, yeah. This reminds me, Andy, talking about the dog food, I have about 15 pounds of frozen beef fat in my truck right now in a bag for you and or your dog. It's quite a proposition, my friend. My goodness. <laughs> Just a Sounds sack Sounds good. Of, we'll take it. They yeah, called yeah, an old we'll sack of beef fat Logan. I, Rolling I, into town. This is the only time that I wish a burglar opened my truck. Uh, and uh, <laughs> can we just get three straws in the, after, the, after the show? Oh, yes. Or if you'd like to join us, Libby. Should we set a trap well, for I'm a burglar? Well, I'm parked next to you with the Pomeranians. <laughs> oh, so the Pomeranians. Just put yeah. them in the bag and let them go to town. Should we? Uh, oh, my God. Just put them in the truck and just see what happens. <laughs> now you have 60-pound dogs. You have big dogs now. <laughs> Pomeranian meat sweats. <laughs> <laughs> Their feet don't touch the ground anymore. <laughs> just little legs flopping around in the air. <laughs> Help me. <laughs> Help me. <laughs> oh, man. Amigo, Be the no. best day of their lives, though. Man. Bad. Bad amigo. Bad, Bad amigo. amigo. Turtle. Stop. <laughs> amigo es malo. Yeah. Is that even Spanish? I don't know. Yes. That was, that was, <laughs> that was good. Bad. Okay. Yes. All right. Gordo. No. <laughs> El Gordo Bad is his amigo new name. Es muy gordo. Yes. <laughs> All right, Bridgeford Noah Libby, thanks so much. Thank you. I'm talking to you. All right, that's uh, meat sweats for Pomeranians here on Bridge from Nowhere. <laughs> that's Bridge from Nowhere for today. Want to thank KTOO, Alaska Robotics, Alaska Podcast Network. Thanks to Jamie and Lou. Our friend Libby Sterling. Thanks, Libby. Thanks, Libby. Thanks, Libby. Thanks, Thanks, Libby. Libby. I want to thank Pat Race, Aaron Suring, and Alaska Robotics. Thank you to the folks here at KTOO that make this possible. Jeff Brown, Scott Burton, and Shelly Delaney. We want to thank Jen, Allie, and Heather. If you want information on the show, you can go to bridgefromnowhere.com. We've also got all of our shows on download there. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We done burned another bridge.